It's not about the people. It's about the powers and principalities that have gotten away with this and have been allowed to get away with these lies for years and years. And America is done with the lies. America is going to be the city on the hill that is a godly nation that tears down idols in Capitol buildings that sits there and says, this is what God says, this is what we're going to do. And that's who America was. What nation has brought the most freedom, the most liberty, has lifted the most people out of poverty but America? Name one. You can't. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty podcast. My name is Sam Mealy. I'm Hunter Young. And today we are going to be talking about some gnarly stuff. Trump was just removed from the Colorado ballot by the Colorado Supreme Court. Apparently, the uh, for inciting an insurrection, we'll get into that. We're also getting into AmFest, AmFest 2023, Turning Point USA. I'm, I'm rocking the Turning Point badge right here. Uh, AmFest was an incredible, the largest conservative youth event in uh, conservative history, actually, with over 13,000 uh, patriots, Hunter and I being one of them. Also, Two of Kyle them. and Jordan. We weren't, we're not one flesh. We are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle and Jordan there are the other sons which you have seen before well, we'd love to have them back on to talk about the experience <laughs> and uh, yeah it was, a, it was a great time also Rolling Stone apparently lied about Steve Bannon who gave a speech at AmFest 2023 we'll get into that yep. but first guys please make sure to like this video comment on the video if you have any criticisms or any disagree or if you agree you just want to drop a, a like on that video subscribe we're also on Rumble we're on Spotify anywhere you can get your podcasts and uh, we're just we're having a grand old time but like I said Merry Christmas Christ is King Amen. and uh, the world may be full of doggy doo-doo that but we're gonna Jesus get into is on today. the throne. But hopefully we don't ruin your day too much and you keep your eyes on the Lord. The Lord. The day is about. The Lord. And by the way, I'm rocking this Turning Point badge. I don't have it because I, I wasn't informed that we would be rocking it. So uh, To be honest, I didn't. Re- I was in my room changing for the podcast, getting on this awesome Cape Cod drip. Um, and then I saw this. I was like, I think I should rock this. Not even going to lie to you. Yeah. But anyways, Hunter, we went to AmFest. We did. We went to Arizona. We went to Arizona. We Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> um, <laughs> so basically, Am, uh, AmFest 2023, basically, it, America Fest, the largest conservative youth uh, movement uh, event in conservative history. Charlie Kirk, the founder of Turning Point USA. Um, how did you, what, what, what was the first time you actually heard about like uh, Turning Point USA and America Fest? I think... I mean, I think it was during 2016 they were doing. I mean, that was in the earlier stages of it, but um, well, the America Fest, the first America Fest was 2021, right? Yeah, 2021. Yeah. yeah. So I heard about it. I'd seen people post about it on like Snapchat and on social media, and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah. Um, but FOMO, yeah, but FOMO is a powerful thing. Charlie says that all the time. He's like, "You want to get people involved, you gotta like make them wish they were there." Yeah, and what whoever puts that event together, I think you know who it is. They do a mm-hmm. great job. Like yeah. conservatives don't do those kinds of things. Like. Or uh, the conservative movement have been like Baptists in the back of a church for a while, just sitting there not getting excited about. It's true. It's um, just kind of being sticklers. No, I mean, like Mosaic Pro Events, if you guys follow them on Instagram, it, it, look them up on Instagram. They're actually really cool. That's the, or, that's the company that put together all of the stages and the lights and everything 
at at all the Turning Point USA events, not just America Fest. It is very impressive to watch behind the scenes. They'll show you like before and after of them setting up everything because all that stuff they bring there. That's not all at the convention center. We're at the Phoenix Convention Center, and they bring just like tons and tons of lights and equipment. It's it's, it's well put together. It's it's amazing. Perfect. Yeah. But not only that, the the biggest thing was thirteen thousand kids that all believe basically the same thing. Yeah. Like not the same exact thing, but the the left wants to say that Gen Z is theirs and that they have Gen Z. But in reality, not true. They yeah. had the statistics up there where um Gen Z boys are the most conservative generation in what well, is Well yeah, it? they're 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 I don't know, statistically I don't remember the stat now that you brought it up. I don't remember it. But you no, know, they're like way, way conservative now. Yeah. And that ha- that I think that's because of Turning Point USA in high schools. Because Turning Point USA stall- started on college campuses. Charlie Kirk started Turning Point USA in 2012. It was only college campuses. And then I think it was like a couple, it might have actually just been, I think it was about a year or two ago that they start that they officially opened the high school. Uh, department and now they have more high school chapters than they do college chapters that's crazy and they're on track to have like a thousand high school chapters by the end of the school year so i mean this we're filming this in december of 2023 just in like four months or so they're on track to have more over a thousand and they already have more than colleges that's crazy yeah and to turning point i think that shocked turning point because they Charlie started this. It was a college thing. We got to get into the colleges, and now it's like they opened this high school department. And there's just there was such a need in the marketplace for something like this. They're they're starting to shift the the vision, or not shift, but broaden the vision of what Turning Point is meant to do. And now they've got uh, a sister organization, uh, not sister organization, but part of Turning Point USA is Turning Point Academy, which is taking back the schooling system and make normalizing having schools with ch- with a church. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's the school you went to. Like, we interviewed Pastor Jaylee, the, the TNT, and then you've got, like, New Testament Church and then now, uh, of Plymouth, Massachusetts, and then now you've got the Turning Point School, or not the Turning uh, the New Testament School. Yeah, and, and even... that's what... Turning Point Academy is encouraging. Please go. And that's how that's how we change because the left has they have control of the public e- education system. We can't let them have it. We can't send our kids to Rome to educate our ki- our kids. Yeah. So, and it's it's very uh, what is it? Nomi Park, the girl who escaped North yeah. Korea. She was talking there. She's like, if you want your kids to come out leftist, send them to public school. She was like, don't take take control of your kids' education and educate them in the things that are true and right and beautiful and I think it's it's amazing what they're doing, and I think the left has had their movements. They've had so many movements. They've had BLM. They've had the LGBTQ movement. It's basically a movement. They've had all these kinds of things where the leftists are taking advantage of, but now we have our counter-movement, and it's growing. It's growing mm-hmm. every year. I think they've had each year America Fest has had more and more kids, mm-hmm. and it's amazing the, the speakers they were able to get there, and it, it shows that... Um, the left is not as popular in the youth as they would like to be, and praise God for that. Yeah, I know it's incredible. I'll throw this up on the uh, on the screen, but I want to show the the map of. We'll throw this up now. The the map of all of the chapters. I mean, if you can see this right here. Yeah. It, this is I threw threw it up on the screen now. Uh, the map of every single chapter in. America, Turning Point USA chapter. This is how about the East Coast too? Look website. at that. I look mean, at look at the East Coast. Yeah. So many. I'm gonna, uh, I'll show a zoomed up photo here. But you've got is that us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got our activism hub right here. Yeah. 
Barnstable County Active. Hey, there we go. We're technically Turning Point USA and Cape Cod. They just haven't changed our name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there are there are faith. I mean, look at all the the blue ones are the faith hubs. I mean, look how many faith hubs are popping up. And they all just started the that up, right? They started the faith. Oh, I don't know exactly when. You, Charlie was saying that it was new. It, it is new. Yeah. It's about I th- probably a couple years, two or three years. I mean, they they had a uh, a, a Turning Point Faith Summit, a pastor summit in Nashville. And they had like over a thousand pastors. Yeah, like and a that's thousand. One pastors. of the things to note when we were there too, it was never about the Republican Party. No, anything that anybody was saying, it was almost every speaker mentioned God and invoked yeah. God and invoked Christianity. And I think that's the important thing to note about the movement is that it's not a political movement; it's a cultural and a spiritual movement, yeah. which is cultural movement awesome. first. Yeah, it's see. incredible. It's really incredible. Yeah. I mean, man, this map is so encouraging. I mean, we've got our our friend uh, Anna Anna Gary up up in Maine. She's doing a great job up there. Um, she's lonely up there. She is lonely up there. There's <laughs> about she, but she's helped start a few chapters around her. There's like a clump in, right in the middle of Maine where she lives. Um, yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, it is it is sweeping America. It, thousands of these chapters. Well, you got the, the Midwest's got to step up. I don't know what they're doing out there. Yeah, I thought they were more popular, but no, it's like this. Florida has so many. It's actually crazy how many yeah. Florida has. But anyways, so Turning Point is a growing movement. People need to stop ignoring Turning Point. They are a force in the culture. And going back to, to the statistic about high school boys, uh, it is it is overwhelming. And I think that it's because of Turning Point in high schools that is helping this. I mean, young boys, are they're rebellious. And the system is telling them now that there are more than two genders, that, that life can begin whenever you want it to begin, and that we don't and need th- men. And that men are toxic and yeah. that they aren't needed. And these boys are like, no, screw this. I'm rebelling. Like, they're not, nece- not necessarily saying that. No, it's ov- often directed in a wrong way. It's, it would be, it's, it's it, a lot of times it's an overcorrection. Um, I mean, you can talk about your own experiences, but I would say they're like more libertarian to like, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say anarchist, but definitely more libertarian in how they act and just like, oh, let me do what I want. But it's, they're in the right direction. Yeah. They're, they're rebelling from, the system and the, the status quo and that's showing in the polls i mean it's the most conservative high school gen- uh, generation of boys in a long time and i think if that's one thing trump did you can greatly you got to attribute that to trump in terms of the against the establishment the anti-establishment move it movement that's got to be i mean it was 2016 i was 11 and I love Trump because I'm like, look at this guy. He's entertaining. He's funny. He's a, po- a politician that's actually funny and you like to listen to and actually seems like he cares about you. I mean, he's a billionaire, but he's he says whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. He's not beholden to anybody. He's not lying to you generally. And I think that that, that inspired a lot of those libertarians under Trump are coming around and realizing that conservatism and Christ conservatism is the way. So so credit to Trump for that, for waking people up and, and getting the people who weren't ordinarily involved in politics involved in politics. And people want to say, well, we're as divided we've ever been. But I think part of that is due to the fact that more people are actually involved now. Yeah. It was easy to say, oh, we agree on everything when only 20% of the population is actually involved in politics, which was what it was in... 90s and the 2000s and now we're back and the average people are getting involved because they see all this woke bs yeah they see the corruption yeah yeah it's it is 
it's literally insane. And I think that, um, and I think it's has, and even now with what the Colorado state Supreme court is doing to Donald Trump, it is waking the average person up and the left they're pl- they're showing their aces they're showing the ace up their sleeve way too soon they've been doing it a lot lately they're, with they everything have, they have no they have no self-control yeah. like just wait like if they had done this if uh, what i'm talking about is colorado took trump off the uh ballot in the supreme court did because they ruled him as uh, of starting an insurrection or whatever they said he started an insurrection on january 6th which is total bs and we'll get into that but the reason i bring that up is because it's it's the average independent is starting to see wow they like i may not like trump it's like man he's kind of annoying like i think he should shut his mouth sometimes but man look what the establishment's doing to him the fact that they're banning him from running is like banning him from the ballot any anybody with two brain cells to rub together knows that something is wrong like they may not know what's wrong they may not know who exactly is in the right but they have to know at least man, something is not the way it's supposed to be. And there's a right. problem, and we should address it. And I think, well, before we get into that, we got to talk about Nikki Haley. we got to talk about, because we get into the Trump thing after. So Rolling Stone put out an article about America Fest 2023 that was from December 16th to December 19th, and totally lied, totally smeared Steve Bannon, because Steve Bannon gave a speech, and and we were there. Not only uh, Steve Bannon, but... Everyone at America Fest, all the people that That's were there. That's true. That is yeah. that is very true. So basically, um, Rolling Stone's uh, headline was MAGA convention to Nikki Haley, quote, F her. So that was the headline. And it goes on to say, Steve Bannon and profane America Fest attendees signaled that they see the former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley, as Trump's most serious primary challenger. This was by Tim Dickinson on... Uh, on December 20th. So what they went on to explain that if you, that they said, while Steve Bannon in his speech was talking about Nikki Haley, he compared her to Lucifer and then, (laughs) which he did. (laughs) He did. (laughs) And then went on to say, uh, that then he was saying like, do we really want Nikki Haley to be Trump's VP? And then the crowd started chanting. Well, yeah, somebody yelled out Tucker. Tucker. Someone yelled out Tucker. Because the there was a straw poll taken at America Fest at the end that Charlie revealed at, at at the end of America Fest on December nineteenth that said that the majority majority of the people at Amfest want Tucker Carlson to be Trump's vice president. Whether you agree with that or not, that was that was the will of the audience there at Amfest. So the same audience when Steve Bannon a day earlier, or maybe it was the same day, was talking about Trump's uh, potential VP. Someone yelled Tucker, and then the whole crowd started chanting Tucker, Tucker, <laughs> Tucker. And Rolling Stone, either they misheard it, I'm assuming they were completely malicious, they maliciously lied about it, because it's so obviously hearing, saying, they're saying Tucker, the people's chanting Tucker. But Steve Bannon, to make it a little worse, he misheard the crowd as saying F her. Um, yeah, because he said, he said, he went on. He's like, wow, so I, I guess you guys aren't a very PG audience. Yeah. Like, because he thought they were saying effer. And then Rolling Stone just went with that and said, uh, MAGA convention to Nikki Haley chanting F her, F her. And Charlie actually commented on the uh, tweet, re, uh, retweeted the Rolling Stone article and said, this is a lie by the smear merchants at Rolling Stone. The crowd chanted Tucker, not F her, regarding Trump's possible VP. We demand an immediate correction or we will sue Rolling Stone. 
The video directly contradicts this headline. They knowingly lied. What a guy. Not letting We can't let the libs get away with saying oh. stuff like that. And that's the thing. Like, They say, oh, well, we have the freedom of speech to say that, don't we? And it's like, no. No, you can't you, lie. You don't have the right to lie about people and, and misrepresent yeah. an entire group of people like that. Especially kids who are 16 to 20 years old. Like, You're really going to... Yeah, that's that's such low hanging fruit. It's ridiculous. And I know. And I mean, the turning point people are better than that. Like I, I've been to two America Fests now. I've been to a, a couple of student action summits like the people of Turning Point USA, the students. That's they're not like that. I mean, they're not all they're not all grade A perfect people. Obviously, no, none of them are. But like, yeah, we all we all say things we shouldn't sometimes. But it's like that's the. That is not a turning point audience. Yeah, you're right. It's one thing to misrepresent it, like Steve Bannon misrepresent what they heard, but it's one thing to then go and act like these are a bunch of stupid, immature kids that are don't know how to behave, which yeah. is not completely not true. This is the most mature group of college, high school age students that you're going to find in the entire country. Yeah. Like, what other group of kids are flying across the country to get together to talk about politics and talk about conservatism and talk about God? Yeah. Who else? What other group was doing that? Who's gonna Would do you that? rather have them be out in college, sleeping around, getting drunk, snorting cocaine off of tables or other things that I can't say on YouTube? Like, would you really? Is that's what you rather have? That's what the left is doing. That's what these the left is doing in these colleges. Hunter Biden. Or, You're just describing Hunter Biden right now. <laughs> or the left is out there chanting pro Hamas, death to all Jews. Yeah, from so, the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is literally genocide. Yeah, so that's what the left is doing in their colleges, and they want to expect that the right is going to be just as immature as them, but we're not. Yeah, and, and we'll they play, hate that. We'll play the video. You don't you don't love Nikki? Neocon Nikki, neoliberal neocon Nikki. You don't love her? She's ambitious as Lucifer. You're not fans of Nikki as VP? Oh my lord, this is not PG rated. Yeah, so right there, it's clear they were saying Tucker, not yeah. F her. It's clear. And you can tell, like, at the end of the video, Steve Bannon was like, oh, this isn't a very PG audience. Like, he misheard he misheard it. Yeah. Um, but it's so clear. It's so clear. And one of the things, too, we will say, there throughout the whole conference, there is so much anti-Nikki Haley rhetoric really being were. said. There was people in the crowd chanting, deport De Nikki deport Haley. Nikki. <laughs> and there was all kinds of things. And it's a testament to the fact that the people, the kids of this generation hate the establishment. Yeah. And I think even on the left... They're channeling it in the wrong direction into anti. It's true, but even even the radical young left left leftists, the young leftists, they're anti-establishment, but they just they're Marxists. They're Marxists. They have we yeah. have radically different solutions. Right. But I think everyone, uh, most Gen Z, recognizes the danger of the establishment of the current status quo in America. Yeah, and I think I, I've seen people call Nikki Haley the Hillary Clinton of the right, and I think that's so good to like she's the neocon perfect example um military industrial complex invade the world invite the world off yeah. off key on social issues isn't as the the movement that we're we're in is is pretty radical we don't want we want a, abortion to be abolished yeah we want dei to be gone we yeah, want all we want these marriage things. to be one man one woman yeah we we want gay marriage to be gone we want yes we do yeah and we're not we don't want people who are just going to sit there and pander to 
the people who don't agree with us and say, oh, no, we, we can allow these things. That's neoconservatism. Yeah, that's exactly. not real conservatism. And that's not what we're about. And we need to have a movement that is the left is. Do you think the left is radical? I think the left. I think changing two year olds. There's a guy at, at America Fest. His two year old son in California was being transitioned. Yeah. And he got a restraining order against him by a California judge. That sounds pretty damn radical to me. Yeah. So if you we want to sit here as conservatives and pander to the left and to the independents and say, oh, we can't say no abortion. That's radical. Yet the left sits there on the other side and says, let's turn turn two-year-olds into two-year-old boys into girls. Yeah. And you so, might hear that and say, well, that's just your Christian religious opinion. You, you can't legislate morality. Why not? The left has been legislating their cultish morality for the past 60 years. And look what it has done to our country. Yeah. Record suicide, record depression, anxiety. Our people are dying in the streets. Our people are homeless. They're they're killing themselves. Like there is no our generation has no hope. We are starving for truth. We are starving for meaning because the lies that the leftist cult has been had that has been selling the millennials and then Gen Z now for 60 years has been killing us literally. Amen. Like we need a change. We need something different. Completely different. So yeah. why not legislate the natural law forget forget christianity if you if you don't want to be a like if you're not like oh we're not saying a state church we're staying if just right now just for this thought experiment forget like christianity as the religion as forget but think about it as the natural law men are women men, men, men are, are not, not women, women. yeah men men are men women are women life begins at conception it's a conception there are only two genders marriage is between one man one woman these are natural these are things of the natural law that you cannot escape from because you are human and you are made in, in the image of god whether you like it or not and that's not a religious statement that is a logical plain statement because we uh, can observe the world and with two eyes open amen and that's why you don't you don't see the left ever attack nikki haley's or Mike Pence, because he was a, a Christian, he was attacked. But these neocons, you don't see the left attack them. You don't see the left attacking Chris Christie because they know that he's not a threat to their cultist ideology. Yeah. They see the right and they see the Christian right and they see that as a threat because they know that it's true and that they're saying things that they actually believe. They might not know that it's true, but they're saying they know that they believe it. When you see a Chris Christie up there, you know he doesn't believe a word that he's saying. When you see a Nikki Haley up there, you know she doesn't believe a word that she's saying. She's just up there to, to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She's seeking herself. She's doing it for herself. And that's what the, the left hates, and that's why Rolling Stone is putting out these articles lying about what the movement is about, because they see it as a genuine threat. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between the new conservative, um, not neocon, the, um, the America first movement that trump started the make america great again movement is such a threat to their cults and to their religion because leftism is a religion yes and they see another religion as a threat just as christians as we would see islam as a threat to christianity the left sees christianity as a threat to their woke religion mm -hmm. yeah and you want to talk about a state church islam seeks a state church yeah, there is in one of the breakout sessions Literally. at America Fest, there's a an apologist, a Christian apologist named Frank Turek. Yeah. And he was there and he was talking about the way government should be set up and he was talking about getting wokeness out of the church. And he made a kind of offhand comment and he goes, you talk about legislating morality. Someone's uh, morality is going to be legislative. If you want to see someone, basically, I'm paraphrasing, if you want to see 
uh, people who are trying to legislate morality, or uh, it was an even better, it was an even more controversial quote. It was essentially saying, it yeah. was essentially saying, you think Christians are trying to force their religion down your throats? Well, look at Islam. Yeah, he like, said. He said, you know, the only Christians. ones who are actually trying to promote um, legislating morality, the Muslims. And the whole crowd was like, Yeah, but it's true. It's true. It's they're the ones who want. True. They're they're the ones who want Sharia law. Yeah. They're the ones who want women not to be able to drive. Based, joking. <laughs> don't demonetize me. We don't have any money yet, but don't demonetize me. Um, He's such these, a sheep. Hunter's such a sheep, is, you guys. Yeah, I'm a sheep. I'm 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 a Nikki Haley. I'm at Hunter's sheep down in the. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the thing is, is again, like the left knows that that the right, the Christian right, actually believes what they're saying and are actually passionate enough to speak it in front of people, yeah. and that that's the things that the neocons haven't done that they love. Yeah. And that's the thing that we're doing. And that's why you have these lies by Rolling Stone put out because they're afraid. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And they're afraid of a young youth movement because they know that if they control the youth, then they win. They control the future. And yeah. they're not going to win. They're not going to win. Amen. Yeah. So basically, and the establishment sees this. The establishment knows that if this, the establishment is scared, they yeah. are terrified. Because the conservatives are getting ready for a sweeping victory in 2024 with President Donald Trump. Yeah. We are getting ready. I know we don't talk about politics much here, but it's super important that Trump is elected president in 2024. It's the most important election of He's my life. He's the only one on the right that can actually win the general election. He, he is. I, as much as we love Vivek, we, we, you know, we, we tolerate DeSantis. Like, w- Trump is the only one with a shot. Unless they take out Trump right now, but Trump is, he is the one on the ballot. So... But the establishment's scared because they know the the popular talking point on the right is that oh they they don't they they know that they can beat Trump if they be, can beat Trump why are they why have they indicted him why are they trying to get rid of him yeah why they are would they actually to put him in jail as, for seven hundred years and now why is it that the state supreme court of Colorado removed Trump from the ballot for quote inciting an insurrection on January sixth that's a clip right there put that into a short put that anyway. into a short but no that's the thing. As Republicans, we're not trying. We actually a lot of that's the divide between the Republicans. We don't want Joe Biden to be impeached. We'd rather have him actually run in twenty twenty four. Yes. Because we know that he'd lose. Yes. And I think that's the thing. If the left thought Trump was going to lose, if he was such a terrible candidate, why would they go after him and stop him from running? Like yeah. you said, it wouldn't make any sense. So I think that's such a such a testament to the fact that they are afraid of Trump. Imagine a imagine a left leaning person uh, admitting that they're afraid of Trump and they're afraid of his movement. They would never do it. No, they would never do it. But they're terrified. They're yeah. terrified. So now they're showing their they're they're the they're showing the aces up their sleeves because they they know that their time is running short. Darkness is about to be overtaken by the light. I'm not I'm not calling Trump Trump the light. No, I'm not calling Trump an angel or like Jesus or whatever. Our problems are not going to be fixed if Trump gets into office. But it allows us to. But he will pre- preserve our liberty for another four years. And give the give base room. and yeah. give the base time to cultivate culture in the states and on a local level, so that when evil does come back and try to take us away, we're stronger. Because right now we're weak. Yeah, and we by need time, so right now our po- political politi- our our politicians, conservative politicians, their jobs right now is to hold off the evil as long as possible. Mm. It's just hold it off. Give us time to cultivate a culture of Christian of Christian morals. And of conservatism. Give us yeah. time. Because if we, if the darkness, if we will become a socialist uh, state. Yeah. If we are not prepared on a local level to fight against the evil. 
And that's the thing. Trump is the only one willing to stand up against the globalists, the World Economic Forum. They hate Christianity. And Trump is not a Christian. He's not, but he's very favorable. Trump's most, most of Trump's cabinet, most of Trump's people around him are Christians because he knows that they're going to get the job done and that they're hardworking. And there's no other candidate in this election other than Vivek who's strictly America first and anti-globalist. Maybe DeSantis is iffy, wishy-washy, but the World Economic Forum wants no private property by 2030. They said you'll own nothing and and be be happy. happy. And be happy. That's what they want. This is what we're going up against. We're going up against pure evil, pure communism, pure Marxism. And I think, and Trump is the only one who recognizes it, not the only one, but he's the only one who actually has the strength and has the power and has the influence to say no. And to stop it. And he's the the best negotiator we have, the best businessman we have. And we need that kind of person to stop what the globalists want to do. And they want to take America. And I think, is Trump's slogan now, take America back? Is that part of? I'm not sure. I, he says that a lot, but that's one of his things. And I, I think that's the biggest thing to note is that the globalists, it's not just the American establishment. It's the global establishment that hates America and that knows America is the last nation standing up against their agenda, their woke communist agenda, because Europe has fell. Mm-hmm. All these other countries are, Africa's weak, China is communist, Russia is, Russia's, the jury's out on Russia, but all these other countries have caved. And America is not a country that is going to cave as long as we elect, I mean, yes, as long as we elect, as we, I mean, at where we're at, I mean, I want to say, like, obviously it's culture and politicians aren't the answer, but where we're at right now, we have two choices. It's pretty easy. Trump yep. or Biden. If you have four more years of Biden, imagine Biden until 2028. Look at the damage oh, he's done in three I years. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Yeah, I think so, Yeah, I think if he somehow, quote, wins, if they're able to steal the election again, then he. I, I really think that Biden's not going to, like someone is going to take out Biden. They're going to have to. <laughs> they're going to have to. Put him in nursing oh my, home, whatever. He's just said that. <laughs> but No, I'm serious. It's not us, yeah. No, I'm serious. Like I, That's my prediction. If if, yeah. tr- if Biden steals, if they're able to steal the election for Biden again, then they are going to, he's getting old, he's going to, they're either going to take him out, put him in a nursing home, someone else is going to be. Kamala, and do you want. Uh, someone else is going yeah. to be the new face of. Leftism. Of leftism in America. Yeah, and I think that obviously we know, we talk about in this podcast, that politics is not the answer. But when you have a situation like this where the government is set up top-down yeah. right now, yeah, you yeah. need someone top-down yeah. on your side. We're not saying it's the answer. We're yeah. just saying we need good politicians in there long enough, like I was saying, to defend off the the evil long enough for us to actually cultivate culture on the conservative level. So I'm going to read. Uh, I'm going to read from the article uh, by Ryan Saavedra from the Daily Wire. He uh, this is this is not an opinion article. So all you leftists are like, oh, you can't use Daily Wire as a source. This is just a news article. Every other outlet says all the same things. But so basically, uh, the the Colorado. I'm reading. Uh, direct quote here. The Colorado Supreme Court removed former President Donald Trump from the state's 2024 presidential ballot on Tuesday after ruling that he engaged in an insurrection with his actions on January 6th, 2021. (laughs) The 4-3 ruling uh, will be placed on hold pending appeal until January 4th, the court said in its ruling. And then this is uh, directly from the ruling from the uh, Supreme Court. Quote, 
a majority of the court holds that President Trump is disqualified from holding the office of president under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution, the ruling said. Quote, because he is disqualified, it will be a wrongful act under the election code for the Colorado Secretary of State to list him as a candidate on the presidential primary ballot. And then the court, the court said that they had, quote, little difficulty concluding <laughs> that the substantial evidence existed that showed a, quote, concerted and public use of force or threat of force by a group of people to hinder or prevent the U.S. government from taking the actions necessary to accomplish peaceful transfer of power in this country, end quote. The court said that because of this, quote, the ev events of January 6th constituted an insurrection, end quote. That is Ridiculous. from the Supreme Court of Colorado, and they use that as a justification to take Trump off the ballot. We're actually going to—I'm going to play the video of when of what Trump actually said on January 6th. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will— So right there, yeah. he said it was peaceful. He said— peacefully march to the Capitol and make your voices heard because they're using because so, they're trying to tie what Trump said to the actions of the people at the Capitol. There were a couple people who didn't do what was right. They, they broke the law. I guess you should be punished if you're if you're a citizen and you broke the law. But every person, also the FBI agents that masqueraded as Trump supporters, those who committed crimes, those need to be those people need to be held accountable. I don't care who you are, what agency you work for, where you're from, what political affiliation you have, whether you're Antifa or Proud Boys. I don't know who was there. OK, but if you did something wrong, you should be held accountable. But it was mostly a Fed surrection. I'm serious. It was, January 6th was an inside job. When the people walked over, there were already people there at the Capitol that were there long before Trump's speech ever ended. Because people started walking over after Trump's speech ended. And let's and be it's, real. It's insane. Is there, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just have to say this. No, you're good. You're right, you're no, on a roll. There is no correlation between Trump saying peacefully protest at the Capitol and what the court says here, which was, quote, a concerted and public use of force or threat of force by a group of people to hinder or prevent the U.S. peaceful, the U.S. government from taking the actions necessary to accomplish the peaceful transfer of power in this country. There is no correlation between Trump advocating for a peaceful protest at the Capitol and a concerted public use of force against the government no correlation at all so colorado is doing this only because they are scared of trump and they are trying to and they are maliciously taking him off the ballot i'm getting fired up amen and fired up this is this is ridiculous there's yeah. no proof no proof and there's all. no there's no precedent for this at all they're no. trying something completely new they're not trying old things to to take presidents down they're not trying a watergate scandal they're not trying any of these things this is something, this is, you want to talk about a threat to our democracy, as Democrats love to say, which doesn't even make sense because we're a republic. But anyway, they say all these things. But what is more, I said this, um, I tweeted this. We are on Twitter now. That's true. X, we're on X now. You can find us at SamHunter1776 on Twitter. Nothing can be possibly more undemocratic than literally not allowing your biggest opponent to run for president. How can you... How how can your brain say those two things at the same time that you're protecting democracy and you're banning the opponent from running? This is we we literally put sanctions on other countries for doing this exact same thing. We would say we're say we're protecting democracy overseas, yet it's happening in America. What what country are we in? It's a banana republic. This dude. is ridiculous. Yeah. And if you want an example, 
that the Bible says we battle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and principalities in the spiritual realm. This has got to be an example. There's no way you can say those words that the Supreme Court justices said with a straight face and a logical mind. Your mind has to be, how corrupted does your mind have to be to say these words and say that, that Trump used public force himself, the group, whatever you want to say about the group. How can you say that Trump, like it, it's, it, I can't, like, I don't even have words to say. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know if these guys, I don't know. They're influenced by demons at the very least, if not possessed. I'll say it. I mean, what else could it be? What else could make you Trump derangement syndrome at its highest level? If you want to say it's a mental illness, this these Supreme Court justices in Colorado are mentally ill to make this decision. Yeah, or just completely evil. Yeah, we were. Uh, there, there's a sermon that we, actually we were while we were in Phoenix, Arizona, we visited Mark Driscoll's church, Trinity Church in Phoenix, uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Incredible sermon. It, it was awesome. It was, it was so cool to hear him because I've been listening to him for a long, about a year now. And in the, and in the sermon, he said that there are three different types of people. There are those who are wise because they're influenced by the Holy Spirit. There are those who are foolish because they're in, influenced by their flesh. And there are those who are evil because they're influenced by demons. Those Christians, conservatives, are generally, uh, if not controlled by the, if not led by the Holy Spirit, they are led by the natural law and wanting to do general good in society. If you, and then you've got foolish people who just like, you know, people, I don't know. You've got people like AOC. I really don't, I really believe AOC believes what she says, mm -hmm. she, but she's just wacky. She's just foolish. She's a very yeah. foolish individual. She's guided by her flesh. She's guided by her feelings. Um, and then you've got people like Rashida Tlaib who are actually like calling for the death of Jews or and like evil. going on college campuses and calling for the, the Hamas to like take over the world or whatever. I'm exaggerating, yeah. but so, and, then, and also like people on the Colorado Supreme court, as like, it applies to them, that's evil. Yeah. They are influenced by demons, whether they, I'm not saying they're possessed necessarily, <laughs> but influenced by the principalities of, of darkness. Yeah. These people are, they're either mentally ill with Trump derangement syndrome at best, or they're influenced by demons at worst. And it's somewhere in the middle of that. And that is true. Yeah. That is just true. There's no other way you can chalk it up. Yeah, no one does this when they're in a right sound mind. Yeah, no one does this. Yeah, and, and I mean, and good on like, good on Vivek for what he did. Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, he came out and said he he let's, is resigning his name from the ballot in Colorado. Let's put that video up there now. They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. The basic principle that we the people select our leadership, not the unelected elite class. I will withdraw, I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Tr Trump's name is restored. The fact that and the fact that the Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, I want to see the next polls that come out because That's they true. they both didn't do that. That's and true. DeSantis even like commented on it and gave like a or DeSantis did say that it was wrong what they did, but he's actually not putting his actions where his mouth is because he's still mm -hmm. he's still putting himself out there yep. to to be voted for. Yeah. So Vivek did a great job and that was a great video. And then you've got uh, RFK Jr. Who actually he he didn't resign from the ballot, but like he he said like he came out said this was wrong. Like good for him. Yeah, for him. Yeah, and that's you, this is how we're we're seeing who we is are separating the sheep from the goats. The amen. sheep from the goats. Amen. Yeah, and I I think getting back into this this case too, the the ridiculous of these words that are that are up here. It's like you can't make this, shh, you know what up. 
it's it's ridiculous. Um, how how is America's police so weak that a group of people could just break into the Capitol? Are we really that? Do we really believe that they're that weak? That if they wanted to stop those people from breaking in, they would have. And the truth is, they didn't want to stop the people from breaking the Capitol because they knew they could use this story later. They're not stupid. They knew that they could use this story to attack Trump the day that that happened. And it was probably planned months before. They knew that January 6th, January 6th, there's someone who, buddy, who said, I don't know, a politician, they said, to Democrats, they wake up every morning and it's January 6th. <laughs> and that's what it is. That's what they're doing. They knew this was this was pure evil. The Them allowing January 6th, they knew what they could use it for in the future. If they wanted to stop those people from getting in there, they could have. Mm-hmm. The, the police aren't weak. The national, you've sent the National Guard out there and actually stopped them, you could have done it. The movement, there wasn't that many people. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is, this is a testimony of where America's at. And there was even a story I heard that uh, basically they were removing, because people started going down there like even while it was dark to the, yeah. to the Capitol uh, to hear, or not to the, to the White House to hear the, the speech. And they were down there like before like three, four in the morning. And I and I heard some stories of of um of some people who they literally saw porter potties being removed from the city. Like there and and there were like reported like I don't know, like three or four porter potties actually there for how many people were at the rap at the speech? Almost like over two to three hundred thousand people. And I and there were like I don't know, three or four porter potties. I heard like so okay yeah and then at the beginning there were like porta potties getting removed from the city so the the and also the mayor of D.C. shut down all of the businesses for the day. Hmm. Wait. So it was like okay. Interesting. I don't know. What are you What are you trying to do here? <laughs> it's like it's yeah. like you're trying to get people mad. You're trying to get people riled up. Yeah. Because they love it. They love to see that. Yeah, they want to get they want to get people angry. Yeah, and they want to use that as an excuse just to look. Oh, look at the look at the, and the thing is, they use this word insurrection, insurrection, and it's like that's such an inv- that word invokes so many different things. Like, it wasn't an insurrection. There's no way. What insurrection has people walking around with f- cell phones filming? They like, didn't stop the vote from happening, but Joe Biden is president. Joe Biden is in the White House. If it was an insurrection, Joe Biden wouldn't be in the White House. We could have it, done it. If we, it literally was an insurrection, we could have taken over because the police weren't doing anything. They were letting everybody in the Capitol. Yeah. If you're we actually trying to do something evil, we would have succeeded, yeah. but we weren't. There was 300,000 no- people. They could have done it, but we didn't. We have self-control. Breaking news, the right has self-control. Uh, I think the left is the one without self-control when you're transing all the kids and you can't even wait until your woke ideology has infiltrated every institution. You're doing it too early. You guys are dumb. You're idiots because God doesn't let evil go as far as you want it to go. And God's stopping it right now. So that's what's happening is you guys are evil. You're not foolish. You're both evil and foolish because you're not even doing your evil right. You're the the Bible says your you're bad at performing evil. You're falling into the pit that you've made for yourself. And anyone supporting this Corral, Col, this Colorado Supreme Court decision, you are an op to America. I don't simply put, <laughs> if you're you're an op, controlled opposition. You need to be held accountable. You are un-American. You cannot be an American and say you support the Supreme Court decision. You are, again, mentally ill at best, demonically possessed at worst. If you are supporting the Supreme Court decision, yeah. you are No, we're not saying you should have your citizenship revoked. That's not what we're saying, but... <laughs> no, that's not no, what we're saying. No, you shouldn't. 
No, but, but you should go by move to Canada. Canada, they've already got these things going on over there. If you want a dictator Trudeau, go go to Canada. They have it fine, fine by me. Move out of here. I'm fired up. I don't care. You guys said you would move to Canada. Well, I don't know what you guys are going to do in 2024 when Trump wins, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> but this is ridiculous. Like how it's the most un- one of the most un-American things that has ever happened in this country. And this yeah. is I don't I don't want to make this. This is a big deal. I don't even care that I'm going to make it a big deal. Yeah, this is a huge deal. Yeah, this is a people should realize how big of a deal this is. Yeah. yeah. And even if they were doing that to Joe Biden, I would hope that I would be saying the same exact thing. Yeah. Yes, I we yes. should. Yeah. We should all say taking we don't take people off ballots unless you've done like unless you've actually and actually if we were to do this to Joe Biden, it might actually be constitutional because he actually has committed a crime. Treason against Treason. our nation. Yeah. Sold out our country to our enemies. He is innocent until proven guilty. They haven't proven him guilty in a court of law yet. So if they if they were to do it right now against Joe Biden, fair. That's one thing. Unconstitutional. Yeah. Like if if the if we actually impeach Joe Biden, yeah. that's okay, we've proven it in a, in a court yeah. of law that he's committed treason. Yeah, you could be taken off the ballot. But that's the same for Trump. Like if they had impeached him, yeah. but actually, the thing is they would have grounds to take him off the ballot. But they but they haven't. But listen, and also too, have we forgot 2016 what they tried to do with Trump? They said Russia helped Trump win the election. They're acting like 2020 is a whole completely new thing. Oh, you're questioning democracy. There's always been a peaceful transfer transfer of power. Hillary Clinton made up a lie about Trump that he colluded with Russia. Look who's colluding with Russia right now. Are you serious? This is a they're hypocrites. They're ungodly and they're Views are demonic, and it's ridiculous. I, 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 can't, I can't believe that we sit here with straight faces and that how our people so brainwashed that they can't, they can't see it. Look at the left. For Trump's whole four years had investigations into him trying to get him out, trying to make up all these things, and they haven't once succeeded. None of the court, the court things against him have succeeded. Maybe that should tell you something. Maybe that should tell you something. The fact that they haven't succeeded. The, yeah. How are they've tried to actually find evidence and they haven't found anything? Yeah. It should actually tell you how innocent and how honestly decent of a human being Trump is because all they can indict him on is like m- twisting his words at the Capitol and then like missing. Paying off Stormy Daniels, maybe. Paying off Stormy Daniels, which is like they both denied it. It's not yeah. proven. And that it's like all of these weird, like obscure laws, like, yeah. laws that have never been applied before that they're just like, ac- they're just like legal theory that they're applying in, to a guy in who's been in public in life his entire life that's all you got really that's all you got yeah how about you go after that uh, that senator who just railed another dude in the senate chamber like what the heck like yeah really like out of all the out of I all the debaucherous and evil things public figures have done yeah we're going after trump when you could go after that that senate staffer I'm sorry. I, just I guarantee you, in 1791, if two dudes were having gay sex in Congress, they would be expelled. They that would be hour. hung. They would be <laughs> hung. <laughs> I'm not advocating for that, but we're I'm not just advocating saying, for that. We're just giving the culture. We're just context. saying what would have happened, and we're 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 sitting here and acting like these things are are normal, and we're saying, oh, it's normal. You know, this is actually very democratic. It's normal. The courts decide. Let the courts decide. No, the courts are stupid, for a lack of a better word. Yeah. The courts are stupid and evil. And it's, I'm fired up. And I'm not even, this isn't even about Trump. This isn't even about Biden. This isn't even about, it is about Trump because they make everything about Trump. But this is about we, who we are as a nation. This is about our democracy, as the, as the Democrats would say. He's a threat to our democracy. No, yeah. he's a threat to your regime. Yeah. 
We can't. We can't not. We cannot tolerate this any longer. We yeah. can't. We're done. In 2024, they've got a rude awakening. The left, you've got a rude awakening coming towards you. And it's not about the. It's not about the people. It's about the powers and principalities that have gotten away with this and have been allowed to get away with these lies for years and years. And America is done with the lies. America is going to be the city on the hill that is a godly nation that tears down idols in Capitol buildings that sits there and says, this is what God says, this is what we're going to do. And that's who America was. What nation has brought the most freedom, the most liberty, has lifted the most people out of poverty but America? Name one. You can't. You can't. So you're going to sit here and you're going to attack my country and you're going to attack my founders and you're going to say what they did was irrational and wrong and that we need to rewrite history and that they were all terrible people. Look at what you're doing. You're trying to tear down what they built and you're trying to tear down the things that even gives you the right to say that. It's Their very ideology is hypocritical and based on a lie. You would never be able to uh, uh, say the things that you say in communist China. You would be kicked out you would be murdered that's what's happening to christians in china they get murdered for their beliefs that's what happens to people who imagine saying a man is a woman or a woman is a man in china they would never let you say that even they're evil and they they won't even they're evil and they won't even say that they won't even let you say that so you're you're attacking the very thing that gives you the right to say stupid and foolish things and you're taking advantage of it and if you keep doing what you're doing and if we don't win which we will then america's gonna fall apart because of you because of you joe biden because of you kamala harris because of you blackrock because of you vanguard and state street and all of these esg movements and all these ei and because of you george soros and because of all of you who don't care about the american people who don't care about the constitution who don't care about god-given rights george soros literally said in in, in an interview in the early 2000s that he sees himself as god this is who we're going up against we're not going up against the average person who's just trying to make it by and trying to work we're going up against people who hate god and hate the creator and hate nature and anyone that stands up for that as america did throughout its history they hate that and they cannot stand to see it and that's what we're going up against and we will win we will win all right we're gonna take a breather (laughs) yeah it's dude it's crazy i mean oh my gosh I don't, I don't understand how they can get away with this, but we're not going to let them get away with we're this. We're not, and you look, you, and that's what's so inspiring. I'm, 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 keep I'm, going, brother. I'm, Praise that's God. That's what's inspiring. About 13,000 people in a room cheering for deport Nikki Haley. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not for deporting Nikki Haley. But it's and they're the not, we're not serious. The sentiment yeah. behind it is that we are done with people who we don't vote for, who we don't even like, running our lives. Yeah. We're done with it. We're done with people who are backed by George Soros and backed by Boeing and backed by all these countries and all these um, companies. We're sick of it. We're done with it. It's not happening. America is going to become the city on the hill and we're going to destroy you and we're going to... I'm fired up. I'm fired up. It's not about the everyday person. It's about destroying the principalities the and the evil behind the establishment that doesn't want freedom, that doesn't want you to have any rights. Yeah. And They're trying just, to steal your joy, steal your freedom. Yeah, and we're just going to say, if you're on the left, get out of the way, because we don't want you in the way. We don't. If, if you're supporting this Supreme Court decision, you're in the way, and I'm sorry, and, and you might be going down with these people. When yeah. it, and I'm not saying, I'm not, saying violence. No, no. It's I'm not saying no. it's the spirit of God when there is a revival 
the Holy Spirit takes over a nation. That's what's happening. That's the what's darkness happening. will flee. Yeah. The light ha- the darkness has no choice but to flee. So I say the day is now of salvation. Repent. Believe the gospel. Believe in the creator of the universe who created you with a moral. He wrote the morals on your heart. You know all these things are wrong. You see it. You try to justify. You try to use cognitive dissonance. You try to say all these things aren't wrong, but they are wrong, and we all know it. Submit to God. You want, you want true freedom? Submit yourself to Christ. Christ brings true freedom. The only one who brings true freedom. You want to see the civil government change? Let Christ change your own heart. You're not going to change on your own accord. Look at every empire has fell that bases themselves on kings and rulers. America has stood because we are one nation under God. We're not one nation under Caesar. We're not one nation under George Soros. We're not one nation under Adolf Hitler. We're one nation under God, and that's how we're going to stand, and it's going to happen because I believe God has built this nation and raised up a nation for such a time as this, and it's going to happen, and I'm fired up, and I want everyone who's watching this to be along for that ride, and that happens by submitting your life to Jesus Christ. Yeah, amen, and we are, obviously, we're here in New England. We could be here and be like, all right, well, I'm, I don't live in D.C. This this isn't really affecting me. I, I know everything on the news is bad, but where is it actually hurting me? And there's a, there's a very interesting story that I want to bring up. So here, even in New England, I mean, like New York, uh, Boston, play, hotels all around here, if you want to see a symptom of the, of the establishment's attempt at destroying our nation, it would be our current administration's immigration policies. And how it is absolutely ravaging this nation. We're not talking but the evil them, the people themselves. We're not even hating on the we're people. Not, we're not even yeah. hating on if the people. If I was from Honduras or wherever, I would probably yeah, do the same I, thing. If they're I would want to get in. here. I mean, yeah. it's it's they're tech, they're border jumpers. They're not immigrants. They're illegal aliens. Yeah. They're border. They're, they're cheaters and everything. I, I think it's because there are millions of people who are trying to get into this nation legally. So I I have I have hard time. I'm not going after. But I'm not. The point of me bringing this up is not to go after the people. It's to go after the the government that is intentionally trying to destroy America because no rational person, unless you are clinically insane like clinically like actually literally insane you wouldn't do this unless you were being malicious about it the fact that we're letting all these millions of people across the border yeah or demonically influenced the fact that we're letting all of the people all of these people across the border and then filling our hotels up with these people in massachusetts we have a housing crisis more our our wonderful governess um maura healy oh my gosh Dude, she's insane. She's she has a housing crisis on her hands because she let all of these people into our state. She did that, uh, and like, she's begging the federal government for help and money yeah. now. Yes, that's well, the what fruit. was that about like two billion dollars or whatever? They're they're it's gonna cost two billion dollars over the next two years or something stupid for Massachusetts. Yeah, to and they're house. tapping into the sur- the st- Massachusetts is a surplus of of money to to spend on willy nilly, but not not take out the debt or anything, but to spend on stupid things like this. Yeah, yeah. and they're they're spending our money two billion dollars. And I said this on Twitter. They don't it's they don't care about your money. They view that their money as theirs. They view your money as somebody else's money. Yeah, it's they're anti American. They're anti God. Yeah. So we've covered uh, Amfest. We've covered Turning Point. The, this insane story with uh, Colorado taking Trump off the ballot. I mean, all we can do is. We, all we can do is is fight to improve our communities. Sometimes you just need to turn off the news. Just turn off the news and work. Put your head down and just grind. Just work. That's what we're trying to do. Don't here. turn off to, our podcast. We're trying to. <laughs> we're trying to get these. We're trying to get two podcasts out a week. We're trying to plan Turning Point USA events, um, and 
we are going to change the culture of New England. Yeah, our goal is to have a, have a New England Turning Point Regional Conference. I mean, I've told contributors of Turning Point, I've told the HQ people, like that's our goal of what we want to do here. Yeah. So this is just, we're, you guys, thank you for joining. Thank yeah. you for joining us. I mean, if you want to, um, if you want to support us, I, it would be, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, if you want, we're going to set up a way that people can actually support. And right now, you can point. reach out. You can DM us on Instagram. Yeah, DM us on Instagram. Let us know way. on Twitter. But like, yeah, um, reach out to us. We want we want help. If if you live in the area, want to get involved, um, like, let us know. We what are your skill sets? Like, we want. We're we're, we're bringing, ready. We're, we're, we're ready. We're, we're ready. on the move. We know. Like at the end of the day, we talk about all these things and things are crazy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're in. At the end of the day, we're in a spiritual battle. God versus the enemy. And they're not equal. I think Glenn Beck was, might have been talking about this. We need to acknowledge God is going to win. Yeah, We want to be on God's side because he is going to win. And I think that that's what we're doing with all the things that we talk about. We want to have this, this view that we do this by changing our, our own hearts. And we do this by worshiping God, living for Christ, to live as, to live as Christ, to die as gain. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're living for and that we have to be willing to die for for Christ, not for any politician, and we're acknowledging that we're in, we're in a spiritual battle, and I think that that's if one thing we take away that all of this stuff is not just about politics, just about flesh and blood. It it has consequences, but we're in a spiritual battle with the enemy, and God will win. Amen. Thank Amen. you guys uh, so much for tuning in to the Sons of Liberty podcast. As always, my name is Sam Neely. I'm Hunter Young, and we are. The Sons of Liberty. I repeated myself, but that's okay. (laughs) Thanks for watching, guys.